0: What the heck does an astronaut's trip into space have to do with being a better protector? Find out today on the Peace Walker podcast. The question is, in today's day and age, how do you protect yourself, your family, and your community more effectively? Well, my name is Craig Gray, and today on the Peace Walker podcast, we're going to answer those questions and a whole bunch more. You're going to learn the power of protection, the art of influence, and the confidence of clarity as you build a protector's lifestyle. To live, to protect, and to inspire at a whole new level. Craig Gray here. You're on the Peace Walker Podcast, episode 141, An Astronaut's Perspective. And what the heck does that have anything to do with being a protector? Well, that's what we're going to talk about today today on the podcast. Uh, Before we get going on that, speaking about changing one's perspective, I want to introduce you to and invite you to join me on my Six Day Defense program. If you go to sixdaydefense.com, it's all spelled out except for the dot, you're going to get access to my free home study course, which is going to open your perspective to an entirely different world. And it's going to be done in six short days not even the full day oh no you're looking at about 10 minutes per day over the course of six days i'm going to introduce to you a few concepts and some physical defensive tactics that's literally going to change your life maybe even save it i know that is a uh it's a large claim so you can choose to try to prove me wrong if you just go on the defense.com you can find out for yourself and also to sustain your journey as being a peace walker I'm gonna send you my almost daily emails where I'm going to invite you into my world and the world of our community where I'll share stories tips tricks and tactics about taking those tools and implementing these tools of being a protector into your own life and I do that through stories so get on it, 6 defensecom Once you blast off, you're never going to want to come back. It's like once you see it, you cannot unsee it. If you don't know what the hell I'm talking about, it's time that you find out. 6 defensecom all spelled out except for the dot. <laughs> okay gang, so um, I was reading some stories on this website called science sensei <laughs> which is cool if you haven't checked it out totally should science but anyways it, it had some articles about astronauts and how their perception changed after they went up into space now I wanted to read a few of you a few of them to you and uh, kind of explain where I'm going with this regarding being a protector and being peacewalker So this first quote and little story was from Pavel. I'm going to have to, I'm sure I'm slaughtering this dude's name. He's, by the looks of it, probably Russian. Pavel, Pavel, P-A-V-E-L, Pavel or Pavel, Vinogradov, V-I-N-O-G-R-A-D-O-V. So excuse me for the name slaughtering, but there you go. He was an astronaut and he claimed that his space flights changed the perception of all people, regardless of their nationality, their religion, or even the place that they started. They realized that there is nothing to divide, that the Earth is small, and as you look at the atmosphere which protects us, at this very narrow blue strip above the surface of the Earth, We try to divide religion that this religion is good and that one's bad. We start to divide resources like gas and oil. The first thought that you have is that many things which people do not or are not worthy of the name of the civilization called humanity. Life after space seems to have opened Pavel's eyes quite well. Um... Perception usually, let me restart that one. Perception is usually always down to the experience or belief. If I believe something to be true, then this belief might not mean much. However, if I hold a powerful position, I could make laws that affect all who do not believe the same way that I do. This happens a lot in nations all over the world. And it seems that Pavel has figured out a way to fix this. So he sent an important leaders, he he believes to send important leaders into space so they can change a perception. I think that was very interesting, right? This idea that, um, you know, his spaceflight changed the way he viewed all people, regardless of their nationality, religion, or you know, the place wherever they started in life. Um, I can see that, you know, have that profound experience. Um, Another one is from Gregory J. Why can I not pronounce these names? Harbach? Harbage? Harbage. H-A-R-B-A-U-G-H. So Gregory took part in four different space missions for NASA. Um, Some for the Department of Defense. And uh, the first one was a docking mission with the Russian space station known as Mir. And finally, he took part in the STS-82 Discovery, which was the second Hubble Space Telescope servicing mission. And he claimed that he says, in his words, I'm so much more appreciative of how amazing our home planet and my life is here. I don't know how to say it without sounding hokey, but music sounds better. I appreciate art more. I love being outside mowing the grass and being here in the environment that I've created for myself and my little plot of land. So, sound like he started to appreciate the smaller things in life, the everyday things in life. And after that big experience of, you know, seeing earth from the view vantage point of space, it's pretty interesting. Chris Headfield, Hey, there's a name that I can finally pronounce. Chris Headfield, He really had a spiritual epiphany. He claimed that the big pervasive feeling on board looking at the Earth from space is one of the tremendous, exquisite privileges that he's ever had and that he believes exists. He thinks that it would be wonderful if everyone could be in that position. He thinks, and he said that, if people could see the whole world every 90 minutes and look down on the places where we do things right and look down where we do things stupid, brutal things to each other and the inevitable patience of the world that houses us all, he thinks everybody would be reinforced in their faith and maybe readdress the real true tenets of what good what's good and what gives them strength. A Russian astronaut Yuri Usushov Ushoff oh man, I am horrible at names. He said, Nobody can remain indifferent. I'm not a religious person, but I got a thought that such beauty could only be created by a very big love. So these people are profoundly changed by their experience. Abdul Mohammed, an astronaut said, when you see the earth from space, you think globally. When you're on earth, you think about your country, your motherland, about its borders, about your embassy. But when you're in space, you see that your home is earth. My first words when I got back were, Earth is our common home. Muhammad is right for sure. Although he spent roughly nine days in space, he returned to life after space that he wanted to make the most of it. That didn't really come out right the way I said that. This is going to be a crazy episode, huh? Um, My... Infl- influx of words were not that great on that one. Basically, when Muhammad returned to his life after his space trip, he wanted to make the most of it. Having a hard time toggling between reading and talking here. So another one I know I know this name and you'll know it too, Buzz Aldrin. So Buzz Aldrin suffered from trying to find the same high that he had when landing on the moon. Um, He said, when he got back, he said, I wanted to resume my duties, but there were no duties to resume. There is no goal, no sense of calling, no project worth pouring myself into. This caused him to go into a deep depression and forcing him into, to turn to alcohol. Forcing might be a strong term, but anyways, he turned to alcohol and he tried to find fulfillment as a test pilot, but apparently his drinking caused many collisions and he had to quit nine months in. Buzz would struggle with alcoholism until 1978, so quite a long time. His anger and temper caused him to be sued for assault in 2002. Buzz, dude. Several divorces later, Aldrin claimed that his trip to the moon did more to him than he realized, and he later said, "I participated in what will probably be remembered as the greatest technological advancement in the history of this country. I traveled to the moon, but most significant my the but the most significant voyage of my life began when I returned from where no man had been before and it sounds like you know the struggles that he had with his own life um, really." outlined that journey so it's interesting how when you have a, a a an experience that how it changes everything oftentimes a profound experience will change your viewpoints and your viewpoints will therefore change your life right like i said earlier you can't unsee things once you have an experience with them thomas david jones managed to be fulfilled after his time in space so apparently he'd been working with NASA in 1990, and it took part of four different space shuttle missions before he finally retired in 2001. He spent about 53 days and 48 minutes total in space. And he says, You can't forget the bigger picture, which is hey, you're a spaceman. Nothing can match that. So after that, I think I had a sense of being at peace with my life. I didn't have to struggle or strive to try to match the last things that I did. I thought that I can't top those four missions. So I've been very relaxed ever since. You know, whenever I get into a stressful situation these days, I think, well, compared to being strapped on a rocket, it's not too bad. So it sounds like he had a pretty good perspective on things. Here's an interesting astronaut account about family. A lot of astronauts risk their lives going into space. The lucky ones will shoot off into space and never experience a problem, then return just as safely. Yet takeoffs and landings have ended lives in the past and could, again, Furthermore, once you're in a vacuum of space, anything could happen. While a family might miss their astronaut, father, mother, brother, or sister, they miss them just as much, meaning the astronauts miss the people, you know, their family, as much as the family misses them. One astronaut spoke about this as they adjusted to life in space. They said... After four or five months at the station, you realize that, yes, space is great, but there are things that you want to go back for. Family. Your children, your beloved wife, your friends, whom you really miss. And we are at a modern station. We can write emails. We have space skype once a week you can talk with your family and you can see them but at some point it becomes insignificant or i'm sorry insufficient we are people and we have our roots in the earth i look at my kid and understand that i'm missing something during half a year he turned into a little person who could speak in sentences i was an ipad dad for him but children need a dad who plays with them and talks with them so it just goes to show that, you know, our humanity can trump even the greatest of challenges and the greatest of journeys. So, not my best episode of, of reading or even talking, but I think you get the point, right? This idea of, of a change in perception, even with these... Not just life-changing journeys, but you know like a huge step for mankind just you like know, just like the, just like the quote, you know a small step for man and a gigantic leap forward for mankind. Um, but our journeys change us and the perception that we have about everything in our lives everything around our lives everything about our lives and the same holds true with this idea of becoming a protector and a peace walker now you were born a protector you choose to be a peace walker what's the difference well the main difference is how you manage the conflicts inside of you and around you we were born to protect self and others We choose to be peace walkers. We have to choose to make that journey of developing peace inside of us and trying to bring peace around us. And that journey, developing those skills, will change your perspective, which in turn will absolutely change your life and how you perceive it. That has been the most fulfilling aspect of doing what I do with this podcast, with the blogs that I write, with almost daily emails, with every course that I produce and teach, and every class that I instruct. It's watching and participating in the evolution of people and seeing their lives change. Participating in their aha moments and that to me has been fulfilling and that's what keeps me going. So I encourage you to take that step in that journey as well, right? It should be more than survival. This, this journey of becoming self-sufficient and learning how to protect yourself through defensive tactics, through owning a firearm, through being able to verbally de-escalate and lead individuals And this personal development process that we go through, learning these skills, you have to be able to connect to that higher purpose. And as your perception shifts, if you're training in the right way, your life will absolutely change. And it's been wonderful to watch and participate in over the years. And just like those astronauts, you know, I'll probably never step foot in space or on another planet or on the moon. Who knows? Maybe I will, you know. I've got some years left on in me and technology is definitely increasing at a at a light speed pace. So who knows maybe maybe I will someday but regardless if I do or not the journey that I'm having here on earth with my friends and family and loved ones and you makes it worthwhile. And that's made all the difference in my life and hopefully in yours too. So if you'd like to join me in a deeper process of developing these skills, get on my six day defense program. I know I'm going to end it with a sales pitch. It's not really a sales pitch though, Amy, you know, really. It's that I, in earnest, want you to join me gaining these skills and these tools that have helped me and so many others. And it's free. You don't have to pay anything. It's just your time and attention and email. So 6 all spelled out except for the dot. Get on it so you can blast off to your new planet of understanding. <laughs> How's that for a closing statement? Anyways, gang, hopefully you found some insights and got past my bad reading. Uh, found the insights of some of these astronauts that have done some incredible things. But... I want you to do some incredible things too, even if it's not going to another planet. I want you to realize your true potential as a protector and as a peacewalker. So with that, we can explore it a little bit more on the next episode. Meantime, thanks for joining me today and have a good one. We'll talk to you soon. Take care and keep going. The question is, in today's day and age, how do you protect yourself, your family, and your community more effectively? Well, my name is Craig Gray, and today on the Peace Walker podcast, we're going to answer those questions and a whole bunch more. You're going to learn the power of protection, the art of influence, and the confidence of clarity as you build a protector's lifestyle. To live, to protect, and to inspire at a whole new level.